You are listening to the Salty Witches Podcast. This is your host, Mike. I am joined again this evening by Vlad. Hello. And Austin. Sup? Who is once again sitting behind the mic and uh, may, may sound a bit muffled, but we will, we will, he will, he will do his best. How's everybody? I'm good. All right. Good. I think everybody seems tired. We just had a, some uh, interesting coven chat, but that's not why we're here tonight. We are here tonight to talk about past lives, the yes. practice, the belief, what what these are within not only the witch community, but within a lot of the other alternatively spiritual communities. Yes. Um, so let's let's dive in. So Vlad, you're on the podcast again, because past life readings are one of the things that you offer to your clients. I think yes. actually all three of us actually do past life readings. We all do them in a little differently. Um, but but we all do this work. But I again, I want to kind of get your 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 voice on this. Um, what is a what is a past life um, reading? Excuse me, not a past life, but what is a past life reading? Well, past life reading, uh, at least for me, it's when the reader looks in looks into the past more, crosses that threshold between this life and the next to look upon different situations and different lives that one soul has had. At least that's the way I feel it is. Okay. Yeah, I, I would agree based on the experiences that, that I've had with, with clients and doing that work. And, um, and also I, I want to say, uh, based on a lot of the communication that we've had with other spirits, because we all yes. kind of work within the realm of mediums as well, or mediumship as well. And we do seances and things regularly. And we've had a lot of communication with other spirits that have, uh, I think confirmed some details, like or, or at least, have, if not at the very least, have confirmed uh, kind of what you were just explaining, like the the process and that the, these past life associations and things and these experiences, these these exist, these are real. These souls have have memories of these things, particularly after they've moved on. Yes. Um, so yeah, so I think we we've got a little bit of validation there. So what? And Austin, please feel free to join in. What 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 would you say is the benefit? of digging into your past lives because this is i see this becoming a kind of spiritual bypass or a a crutch for a lot of people who are trying so hard to pursue spirituality in this lifetime um, but they just can't seem to get over these associations or the, the the value that is placed upon these past life experiences and you know and i think that that often ends up being a dead end for a lot of people so what's the benefit the benefit is confirmation of cyclical uh, of the cyclical nature of your soul what are the cycles that you continuously repeat and continuously do what are the lessons you're not learning what are your what is your thick human head just not understanding what about you vlad what 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 other benefit could you see well that depends how we how we see it right okay. uh we as witches we we're gonna see it one way mm -hmm. right and yeah. and and but if you're a buddhist it's actually a complete different perspective of things it's very true right yeah. uh I think that it's fair to mention that because, for example, within Buddhism, um, you know, you keep recycling and that's, you know, like coming back and, and back and back until mm -hmm. you have learned all your lessons and you reach Nirvana. Yes. Right? <clears throat> so, that being said, at least for me personally, one of the benefits 
of, of actually having uh, a past life reading or a past life experience. It's, it's more about knowing where you come from. Not trying to be who you were, but knowing when you come from. And this is my personal opinion. Um, I don't look into my past life. Okay. Yeah. If I don't need to. It's not like, oh, I'm so curious. Austin, can you do a past life reading for me, please, and tell me if I was Jesus? No. No. That's no. Okay. Right? When I feel that a past life is calling me, it's because I wish people would be able to see me. It's because imagine that your life is a line, and then your next one is another line. Okay. And sometimes your past life in your act in, in in the life that you're living right now, mm -hmm. they cross because of situations, because of memories of a past life, because of, like Austin said, things that we don't learn, and it, and they cross. And this is when we what, at least for my people, mm -hmm. is what they call, it's uh the the it's. The best way to translate it would be the junction of lives, right? Okay. And that's it's the only reason why I believe past life reading is beneficial because we need to look to the past to be able not to repeat yeah. and just grow and move forward. Okay. And people tend to do the opposite. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, that would make sense. You know, if it's a past life, it's a past life. Why, yes. are, why are you actively trying to relive or, or you know, or to, to repeat that, that cycle, that pattern? So um, you, may, you made kind of a funny comment there. You talked about, you know, if Austin could validate that you were Jesus in a past life. I, first of all, I want to say we know Vlad couldn't have been Jesus in a past life because Austin was actually Jesus in a past life. Um, no, no, seriously. But along those lines, though, I want to ask the two of you because I, I mean, I know my answer to this and I might, I might share my answer as well. But. How often in all the years that you guys have been doing past life readings, how often have you had someone sit down and you've actually been able to say, oh, you were this amazing, like you were the empress of this country or you were, you know, you were, who knows, who knows what it was, but you were this big, all-powerful, important person. How often have you guys seen that happen? Not okay. very. Okay, right? no, not very. And, and, and I just want to comment something on that. Okay. Okay. If your life is chaotic and a mess now, if you suffer from anxiety because you cannot, you cannot control certain aspects of your life in this life, the present, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that in a previous life you were this, I don't know, keep it of secrets, priest, priestess that had was all knowing and all powerful. If you were if you was that in your past life, then you regressed. Yeah. Well, that would make sense. Yeah. I'm saying it because you know how many people come here when mm -hmm. I do a past life that they expect to have this glorious past life. Yeah. Like I was the keeper of the secrets of the monk of mm -hmm. Mars, yes. yeah, mm -hmm. and or or an ancient druidic high priestess, yeah, yes, you know that that does not happen that way. It yeah. doesn't. 
Okay. As a matter of fact, you should be jumping forward, not backwards. Yeah. If you were this powerful, let's just let's, let's just stick to witchcraft. You were this powerful witch in a past life, and on this life, you can't manifest a text back. Exactly. So then you are regressing. Mm-hmm. So there is definitely something wrong. So I, I, I have never, in the years that I've done past life readings, have seen a life move backwards. It yeah. always moves forward. Yeah. Well, it, it has to. I mean, I, I, I see situations or have seen situations over the years, not necessarily through doing past life work, though very often that's been something that I've done afterward to validate what I picked mm-hmm. up on it initially. But I've had people come and see me and it... There, the only way to explain it is it on an energetic level through the process, usually doing healing work because they, you know, they come in for a clearing or some other sort of healing and they, they, they feel, they can feel they are aware that something is wrong. And in the process of doing that healing work, that regressive work, whatever it is, um, it's become clear to me that some on an, on an energetic level, on a soul level that they actually have stopped moving they have stopped evolving usually this is something that i've associated with really serious trauma um you know and and it's tricky that because those people you know they 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 don't move forward and and really the natural direction for all of us as souls is to continue to evolve we need to continue to move forward um which is another reason why i'm not entirely sure why so many people are so caught up on their past lives um yeah so um what would what would a past life what would a past life reading look like for those who are listening who you know are very interested in this and who maybe have not yet had the experience to have something like this done what would that look like and, and in asking this in no way am i trying to say oh you should go get a past life reading because i you know that's that's obviously a very personal choice but for, for people here who do this at a professional level, what what would you share of your, your practices when a client sits down with you? What can they expect? For me, because it comes through almost like a movie. Okay. I, like, it's almost like I'm channeling some sort of cinematic thing from the ethers. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually let people know it's probably going to be anticlimactic because the way I connect when you want a past life reading, isn't to confirm whether or not you were X, Y, Z. What I tell my clients is what I'm doing is I'm going to pull it, pull information from the past lives that you could use and benefit from now. Okay. And I, I did one where we found out that the reason this individual's love life is so caught up is because in a past life, someone else has messed them up and entrapped them somehow and their souls were intertwined or their spirits were intertwined and there's like a stamp and oh my god he was romeo there you go god no well hold hold that thought because i that that leads me to maybe another question okay so so all right but how how about you what well at least for me uh the way that i at least i do it i use i i usually do it with water scrying i scry Mm -hmm. the water and i it's similar to Austin. Um, it's for me. It's like a movie. Okay. Right. But uh, at least uh, it's, a client comes to me and say, "Okay, uh, I I think I had a past life. Like you know, uh, I don't know. I was in in, in Rome, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Past life. So I will definitely tell them touch the water, thinking of mm-hmm. that image. Okay. Of 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 you know, 
uh, that memory that you feel that you have that is connected to your past life. Now, I do give them a warning. If you did not have that past life, I will not see it. You know, it was just a dream or it was just a random thought. Okay. Another part is that if you come to me and you don't know nothing about your past life, I will look into it. And usually for me, again, it's like Austin said, it's a, it's a movie, but it jumps. Yeah. It jumps okay. into certain specific moments of their lives. Usually, yeah. it's like when you were a child, when you were a, uh, maybe a working adult, mm -hmm. and then very close to the moment of dying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it gives me like little, like little things. Okay. Obviously, if they want to know more about it, I tell them, touch the water. Yeah. And maybe something else will develop and I will okay. see. But I cannot do like a really control, like I can give you your entire history yeah. of that life. Yeah. It doesn't work for me that way. It's not that I can't. I just don't think it's important to do that. Yeah. To do that uh, to that extent. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, how who who out there needs to know how <coughs> many times they clipped their fingernails in the prior their prior lifetime, right? Or how many times they. Uh, who knows, right? Like how many times they traveled the same road? You know, like, I mean, you know, it's like who, nobody needs those details. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, when you guys do, I'm gonna come back to the question I had for you, Austin, in a second. Okay, or I guess I, I'll ask this for both of you. But so, when you guys do readings, I'm curious because I, on occasion, um, will get really specific things. Like I'll even get names. Oh yeah. Things like that. Do you guys have those experiences too, where you can actually give somebody like, like you this, you were a part of this family in this area, this town, and your last name was this. Have you guys had those experiences? Yes, I've had those experiences, and I've also had experiences where I see their gravesite. Okay, I, I, I've had those those experiences. Not only the last name, but I've actually been able to get a, like a full, okay, full yeah. name. Yeah. Right. And um, um, yeah, like okay. You were in this specific site, and I'm seeing this sign that I believe is the town or the street. Okay. You know, or, okay, this is uh, on a specific part of Rome again, just randomly using that, that place mm -hmm. um, um, of Rome, right? If it is here in the States, it's, you know, I, I will tell them. And I have conf confirmation that they have, okay, you know, I have found... Uh, you know, information about who I was in the past. Okay. I have found it. Okay. Right? Yeah. Obviously, those are for more recent past lives. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. I, I was just curious because I've had that experience happen a few times and I, and I love to be able to send people away with something like that. For me, it's almost like... Uh, like now you have homework. Go research this. You know, like go see if this this town yeah. and during this particular era, if there was a family with this last name there, you know, because you were a member of that family. Um, Cool. Okay, so getting back to the question I had for you, Austin. So you you made kind of a, you you were I think relating an experience or a reading that you've done for somebody where you you saw that they had something that was kind of locking them up as it would relate to relationships in their present life that really was the result of something that from the sound of it went wrong in a prior life. Mm -hmm. Do the do the two of you find that that's common? I I see that a lot. I see because I think souls are brought together kind of again and again. You know, not every lifetime, but, but, you know, we usually, we, in we, different ways. That doesn't mean yes. that they are going to be lovers all the time. Exa oh, exactly. Oh, God, yeah. 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 No, this is like, in this, the life that I saw, it was like, this needs to never happen again. Okay. So, oh no, a soul contract. Yeah. <laughs> um, so 
yes, I do see a lot of souls will actually usually souls and spirits. They like they're drawn to particular things, mm -hmm. and so you know I have always. As far as I'm aware, with past life work that I've done, I've always had some sort of magic happening. I've always been some sort of either folk magic practitioner um, or something else. But that is very rare for me because I don't do a lot of past life readings anymore. But it's rare for me to have someone sit down and me to be like, yes, you were boom. You were tied together and this is why and this is what happened. It's very rare. Most of the time, when spirits part ways, they part ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the I, I, not too long ago, I did a past life reading for a couple. You yeah. know that they felt like they oh, were. Yeah, I remember that couple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that they felt that they knew each other for you know lifetimes, mm -hmm. and I was actually able to validate that, but not the way that they thought it was going to be. It yeah. was not like they were lovers all the time. Yeah. No, there was a there was a time that they were brother and sister. There was a time that she was. She was his mother. And okay. again, yeah. another thing that we need to understand with past lives is like, because I'm a man mm -hmm. right yeah. right now, yeah. doesn't mean that my next life, I'm going to be a man. Yeah. I could be a woman. Yeah. Or I don't know, I could be whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So those are things that we also need to understand when we're doing a past life reading. It's not all, you're not always going to be the same gender. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing that I want to address regarding what Austin was saying, is that I do believe that, yes, souls can be intertwined. Yes, of course they can. Mm -hmm. But also that happens a lot when the process between dying and being born, does, it's, not, it's not done the right way. Oh, okay. Because what we got to understand is that because you die doesn't mean that you blacked out. And then you suddenly regain your consciousness when you were born. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work that way. Okay. You still have your consciousness when you're dead. Yeah. So there is a process between your death and your next life. There is a process that I always like to call the shedding process. Okay. It's when you start leaving the things from this life, the life that you just had, okay. to be cleansed so you can be reborn. There are people, and this is why we get hauntings at times, because yeah. there are people that are holding on to that life that they don't want to cross over yeah. entirely. True. Yeah. And we use that word a lot, crossing over. Mm -hmm. But crossing over is basically that, get to get ready to be reborn, mm -hmm. right? But there is at that process that sometimes it takes ages. Mm -hmm. yeah. But for us, at least for us in the side of the living, but for them, maybe it's just one week, mm -hmm. one month. Yeah. Because in that that, that side time does not exist. Yeah. So we, we, we don't perceive time the same way. Mm -hmm. So when we die, we need, we need to be able to shed what we no longer need from this life. I'm not saying the knowledge you gain. I'm not saying the things that you, were, that, that you have evolved uh, 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 in, in your life, that you, the, 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 the growth that you know. I'm talking about maybe the negative things that affected you. Okay. Yeah. And a lot of souls and a lot of spirits tend to skip that. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense. We, we, we become so attached to the things in our lives. Yeah, and because I need also, I, I think also it's fair to mention that there is a difference between a soul and a spirit. Mm. 
right? The yeah. soul is basically, for those who are listening, uh, picture yourself, I'm, I'm going to use this phrase and I usually don't like to use it, but it's like your higher self. It's like your true self. Okay. Right? Yeah. When soul connects to a body, creates spirit. Spirit. Mm-hmm. Meaning the spirit is who you are in the life that you're in. Okay. So when we when a spirit is trapped in that in-between moment of death and being reborn, mm-hmm. it's tied up to the life, to the body. Okay. Okay. It's not connected to soul as it should. It's not that it's not connected, but not as it should be connected. Okay. Right? So when you shed completely, you become a, more aware and more conscious of who you truly are. So you can continue to your next life. Okay. And, you know, I, I think that was important to no, mention. I, no, I, I agree. Yeah. And, and just to kind of recap. Yeah. So the, the soul is the timeless part of us that moves continuously through lifetime, lifetime, lifetime. The spirit is really kind of specific to each incarnation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of, um, cross topics here a little bit and you guys will see this and appreciate this because this is a conversation that we've had recently so in my past life i was a black woman in the southern states in this lifetime i'm a white man i want to practice hoodoo i want to practice voodoo and because i was a black woman in my last life i should be able to do that no Yes, exactly. No. no. No, it does not work like that. No, no. it doesn't. <clears throat> okay. Have you guys, because I've had those interactions with people, even like social media, I've had those act conversations face to face. And it's like, and people, they can't seem to understand that that is not who you are now. First of all, that person now. First of all, let's just say that they're right. Hmm? And they were what they claim that they were in a past life. Yeah. That means that, that, what that, what that means is that you need at this point to move forward from it. Okay. You know, look to your roots at that moment because you are at a soul level acquiring knowledge from different places and different cultures. Mm -hmm. That soul is basically gaining that knowledge, right? What you're doing is basically atrophiating your soul. Yeah. By trying to stick to what you did in your past life. You're not growing. Yeah. And that is if that is true. If that is true, because um, I, I got to say it, you know, maybe 90.9% of people that tell me, oh, but I was uh, a black woman in the past or I was an indigenous practitioner in the past. Probably it's just pure bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I just wanted to throw that out there because, again, that's something that I've seen pop up recently. Yeah. And I, I, I guess I, I, I need to say it again because you were some sort of practitioner, hoodoo, voodoo. Santero, Palero, indigenous in your past life doesn't, doesn't give you, you are now. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it, you're not you're not one now and doesn't give you the right to steal or appropriate the culture of your own past life. Mm-hmm. Because your past life would not appreciate that. Yeah. Or the, or the spirits of those or traditions, the of those traditions. Who, are, who are timeless and do not have now, the same life cycle that you will. Now, let's just say that you really feel connected and mm-hmm. you truly feel connected. Okay. Then you look for a practitioner that is initiated. In this lifetime. In this yeah. lifetime. Okay. And you 
and see if they can bring you in. You talk. You have all to right. talk. Okay. All right. And the spirits of that pri- uh, of that culture, the spirit of that belief, will make the last decision. And usually, it's going to be a no, because yeah. you already, if you were in the past, they're going to say no. You already did this. You need to move forward. You need to move yeah. forward. I, w- I mean, it would make sense to me that if you were to live a life and during that lifetime you were involved with something, whether it be a spirituality, a particular type of work, a particular type of relationship, you know, whatever it is, it would make sense to me, again, based on experience and just kind of an an understanding, a study of how these things work, that if you were meant to repeat that, if you were meant to do that same thing again, that in your present life, there would have been things set up for you to be able to do that. Yeah. Those, yes. those, those mechanisms and yes. the, the way that, that this life would be evolving for you would have been geared or would have created those doors for you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you cannot create those doors for yourself. Um, yeah. So, all right. Have you guys ever had, this is another question I, I want to ask you guys because this is an experience I've had and it really, for me, kind of changed the way I had to think about a lot of other things, things outside of witchcraft and spirituality. Though, though these are maybe also things that are connected to witchcraft and spirituality, who the hell knows. Um, I've always been, I've always had a belief in extraterrestrial life, but I've had at least two times over the years, I've had someone come and meet me for a past life regression, a past life reading. And in the process of taking them back, they have not been human. They have been some other sort of life form. Mm -hmm. And those are always tricky readings because of course, I don't consciously have knowledge of what this other life form might have been or what it is, Mm -hmm. but it is alien Mm -hmm. in a very extraterrestrial kind of way. So have you guys had that experience? Because I think that's something else that I've had conversations with, like just, just other people with. Yeah, I've had that experience. Um, um, and I do agree, you know, sometimes I don't understand it because obviously I don't have the knowledge behind it. And with this, we are not validating star seats. We're not validating oh God, no. Pleiadians. No. We're not validating Arcturians. <clears throat> no. no, we're not. Um, but... The universe is vast, and all scientists say that it is, it is infinite, mm-hmm. right? So you got to remember, energies are energies here or on the other side of the universe. Mm-hmm. So the spirit world is the spirit world here and also in the other side of the universe. How many times have, you, have we channeled something or have we looked into, I don't know, uh, a psychic reading or doing a cleansing on a home? And we see a spirit that we, when we say, what the f- was that? Yeah. I don't yeah. know what that is. I don't know. It's not, a, it's not a demon, a daemon. It's not a spirit, a human spirit. It's not a shadow person. It's something that we actually don't recognize. Like, okay, I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So I do believe that our, that our spirit, our soul can be incarnated in, 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 in another society, in another planet, right? Mm-hmm. That I feel that that's something like it's really common. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure how to answer that. Yeah, I, I just wanted to throw that out there because I've had an experience like that a couple of times now. And it's it always, well, now it doesn't throw me as much for a loop as it used to. The first couple of times it was like, oh my God, I'm not entirely sure how to relay this information. I don't know what to make of this. I believe that those things are possible, and I am a big believer in extraterrestrial activity and stuff like that. 
Um, but I've never had that experience. Hmm. Maybe okay. it's just because I'm sensitive enough to energy that I'll pick up if someone has is like carrying around that energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I've never sat down and done a reading or a past life with someone and been like, oh my God, you were, you were an alien. I've never had that experience. Okay. All right. Sorry, I'm the lame one. No, 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 that's, that's not being lame, I think, I think it's really Vlad, rare. I think Vlad and I, yeah, yeah it is. It, it's very rare. And, and I think, to be honest, I think Vlad and I probably do a few more past life readings than you do. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, all right. What have you guys, have you guys had any experiences on uh, people sitting down with you and they've been other forms of life, not extraterrestrial, but say oh, like yeah. animals? Yeah, like yeah. That? It's, it's, it's so interesting that you, that, that you mentioned this because with my tribe, mm-hmm. this is how we evolve. Okay. You are, the first thing that you are, it's something like an ant. Okay, an ant. Okay, like all right. An so ant. an insect. Okay, it's all like right. an insect, a terrestrial insect. Okay, that's your first incarnation. All right, and the first lesson is actually to uh, learn how to be a family and uh-huh. work together. Okay, all right. Right. Then after that, you become a flying insect, and usually you would be either a bee. Or you would be something like uh, a dragonfly or uh, maybe a, a butterfly. Hmm. The reason for that is because you are required to maintain the balance of nature. Wow. So it okay. helps you appreciate what you have because you are the take caretaker. So in a way, it's like your second incarnation is almost like you're part of the fae. Okay. If you look at it from a witch perspective. Gotcha. Mm. Okay. All right. Right? Yes. Then you become a bird. So, in this in, in in this time, your job is actually just to watch and record. Hmm. Not that's all you have to do. You just fly and you watch, record, and you make sure that things are what they should be, right? Um, then, from animal, you become a plant, hmm. and you all you do is give. Okay. So All you, you so do you, is give. So you, you give. give oxygen, yeah. you give uh, a, a fruit, you give shade, you but you give. Okay. That's all you do. All right. And you you learn the joys of giving. Hmm. And you keep evolving, you know, that way until you become human. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, yes, I'm going to say yes okay. to your question. There are moments that I, I've done past lives that a person has not being human, not an alien, but a human. Okay. They have been part of nature in a very different way. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I've had that experience. Okay. I sat down and did a past life reading for someone one time, and uh, I picked up, it, it was like my senses got heightened, so I could smell everything. Hmm. I could feel everything. It was so strange. It was really cool. It was really surreal. Um, it was almost like shape shifting for me hmm. is what it felt like. Okay. And so, so I started seeing this and experiencing this and I brought it back and, and when I, when I started relaying this information to them, they were very surprised because once again, they sat down, they were like, I, I just know that I was this in this life. And then I was like, actually you were a cat. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yeah. Um, the, 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 the most vivid that I can tell you 
it was actually this person was a it, it was it was a mammal. Okay. Because it was a mammal, <clears throat> but mm-hmm. it was a dolphin. Oh, all right. This okay. person was a dolphin. A dolphin. Okay. Well, dolphins are extremely intelligent. I mean, I could yeah. see I can see that there there could be a real quick spiritual leap between dolphin and, and human. I think your your um the process of, of I would say like spiritual evolution that you you identified, you know, just kind of becoming like one life form and then another life form and then another you know, and kind of moving up. I think that's something that you actually see mirrored in a lot of eastern spiritual traditions as well. Um, yeah. like spiritualities, you know, uh, yeah. you know, in uh, eastern uh, spiritualities that uh, involve concepts of reincarnation, you know, where you move from one lifetime, uh, life form, excuse me, one life form to a more complex life form to a more complex life, you know, and, and like you said, each each stage of evolution there has a particular purpose. So I think it's just, it just once again, I just, I'm always fascinated how these um, cultures and communities, like people yeah. that live on opposite sides of the planet, how they can have such similar, yeah. similar things pop up in their, their spiritual practices. Yeah. So, I was getting a giggle with um, where you were talking about being a cat because I was just picturing like someone coming in and being like, telling someone like, well, yes, in a past life, you were actually a member of the royal family. And they're like, really? Who? Like, you were one of the queen's corgis. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Um, I just thought that would just, I'm just a jerk. I'm always getting a giggle out of that. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always waiting for that, for that person, you know, that is, uh, and and this is me being, being a dick. Um, (laughs) This is me being a dick. Um... You know, sit down with this. Oh, I want to know about my past life, and because I know I was, I don't know, I, I was, again, I was Jesus Christ, and I was, yeah, you know, I, I'm here to save the world, and they have this savior complex, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. And I, I would do two different things. I would do like, oh yes, you're right, you were Jesus, and your next incarnation, Hitler. <laughs> Uh, I would do I, I would do okay. things like that. Well, I mean, but I mean, if you think about some of what we were talking about previously, I mean, it would make sense that something like that could very much be the case, right? You've yep. had a lifetime where you've learned, hopefully, everything that you've needed to about being compassionate and selfless and giving and a healer, you know. And so it would make sense that somewhere later on in your spiritual evolution, you would need to learn what it felt like to be the opposite of those things. Yes, you know. And so, yes, yeah, so that that's pretty funny. But I, I but I could actually see that would be. Yeah. Um, something that would be like possible. Um, so for all the, for all of those listening, yes, at some point you were a murderer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You've probably done it all. Yeah. What do you feel, or what what's been your experience? Uh, because it's been mine as I've read people, particularly people who come in and sit with me. And when they meet with me, I have a few different ways that I will verify this. You know, I'm the, I'm the palm reader here, so I will of course I will look at their hand to read the energy of their palm. Uh, beyond that, you know, I, I may throw out some cards. I always try to get at least one or two ways to verify this. But mm-hmm. I've had people meet with me who I I would say are old souls yeah. or older souls, and to me that would tell me that these are souls that have been around a long time. But in addition to just being around for a long time, they've also really done their work. Yes. Like they've they've evolved in the way that they've needed to. They've not gotten caught up in you know, the things that, that slowed, slow us down in our evolution, you know, they've really, they've done what they've needed to. Um, and I've noticed just in the differences between interacting and reading with different people over the years and doing past life work, um, there is, there's a very different feel to those souls. Yes. Like you can feel the, the age and the experience. Well, when I've had the experience where I sat down with someone who's truly an old soul to, to, to do a past life reading, I, it's almost like, 
like, okay, well, which one? I, I don't know which one. I just get bits and pieces of multiple, multiples. And so you normally when they sit down, I'll tell them, I'm getting lots, but none of it is pertinent to your life now. You're doing your work already. And if they come back with, well, I feel stuck, then I, my usual response is, well, what are your expectations? Because that's going to color a lot of your personal experience right now. And I'm telling you, you've done your work, so enjoy it. Well, I, well, I guess, it, I, mean, I mean, yes, absolutely. But I, I guess my point was not necessarily the number of lifetimes or or all the information made that could come through in a reading my 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 point in, in bringing this up was that souls that have been around a long time um they they do feel differently yes they like do. they have a very different yes i you know these terminologies I, 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 vibration you know they, these words these terms that we use the are way, always yeah they, they're, they're never quite accurate they enough, feel but, like you go into a library, but not just a regular library, not your local library, like the royal libraries, like over in the UK, where it's just... Like the, mm, the Library of Congress here in the US? Just Yes, just, yeah. the, just massive amounts of information, and you can tell that there's ancient, old things there. It's just an overwhelming feel of, like, there's a lot. The way that I feel it, or at least the way that I can explain it, at least, is um, is thickness. Is the thickness? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it's it's like when someone has lived, a, you know, it's a, a very young soul. The soul the soul feels light. It feels mm -hmm. fluid. It yes. Right. Yeah. And when it's a really old old soul, like an ancient soul, it feels like a rock. It feels really thick. Yeah, maybe without the heaviness. Yeah, but yeah. it feels thick. It's like uh, you got to understand that there is a difference between energy and life force energy. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we're talking about past life, we are tapping into that life force energy. Yeah, yeah. We, that's what we're mm -hmm. tapping in. Yeah, and it feels like that, like really thick, mm -hmm. like like walking into a place and it was there's a wall of water and you are actually walking into water, mm -hmm. like it's pushing back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think it's just the cumulative. Uh, it's not even about time at that point. I think it really nope. just—it's the experience. Yeah, it's—it's all the experience, the life experience, and the knowledge, the wisdom that those souls have. Yeah, even even though much of it may not be conscious. Yes. So yeah, I do have a question. Yeah. Okay. The question is: uh, Do you feel that when we reincarnate, we always reincarnate forward? It's, I mean, in years. It's so funny you were going to say this because I was actually, I was going to bring this up next. My, one of my next questions. Oh, okay. So, no, 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 no. Let's do this. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to say no because I've done readings with people where they've, based on what I'm picking up on and seeing, like those are more, <coughs> like that's like, like this is this lifetime. And then the next thing that will come through, seriously, will be like a hundred years prior, you know? And so I've had experiences where people seem to move back and forth and you know and like i said yeah what about you guys i i mean like i said this is going to lead me to to a question i have after this though yeah well isn't that the whole purpose of a past life reading to like access those past things oh well, no I, I guess i guess i didn't explain that well okay so i guess no, what i'm saying is is uh, we'll do a reading for someone and i'll see something that will be you know, a past life situation. Mm -hmm. But then the life that will come through after that, 
will be will have brought them forward. So it's like it's basically like it's like, like they've moved back and forth in yes. time. It's yeah. like it's yeah. like it's not organized one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. yeah. Well, because the soul's not linear. Exactly. Yeah. 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 There's, it's not linear. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Okay. So yes. Yeah. I have I that. You. I've had that 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 experience that actually when doing a past life, this person, for example, his previous past life, the previous one, mm. it's probably a thousand years ago. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly, the third lifetime is actually like a hundred years ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it moves back, yeah. forward, back, forward. Right. Um. And it, it, I, I think it's something that is very, like, interesting and it, it's mm. kind of curious about it. That It makes my brain hurt. I, I know. I know. It's yeah. like, okay, because in our human mind, we we're are, like, we're, like, we're like one, two, three, four, but we, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. we're going that way. And the soul does not construct to that. The soul's mm -hmm. like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like the no. soul, the soul is is so much more limitless. Um, okay, so that's going to lead into uh, something I wanted to talk about, and I want to get you guys your your feelings on this, your opinions on this. So we're we're understanding now more and more with things like quantum physics, you know, uh, these kinds of, of sciences now as things are progressing, um, you know, and there's a lot of of theory, and as of right now, it is all of course just theory, but um, that time is indeed not linear you know and so i'm wondering what the two of you have you had experiences or what your take is on this um like um we're not i, I guess what i'm trying to say is we're not just as we were just saying we're not always moving in one direction but in the context of past lives um i've had a couple of experiences over the years where it's become clear to me that that person has been living a past life within the same time frame that they are living this life. So to me, it has almost like something to do with the concept of like, I would say multidimensionality or the different uh, realms of existence that the human soul is actually capable of inhabiting at the same time. Yeah. And how those realms are, of course, they're not bound to the same rules of linear time that we, yes. that we experience in a mortal life. So have you guys had anything like that happen? I've just... Because th those are I, always I, the things that throw me. I'm, I was like, oh my God, I don't know how to fathom this. But. Okay, this is at least my personal opinion with this. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm always saying, uh, but, you know, the, the soul, right? It's not that it doesn't play uh, 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 an important part on, on, on our uh, human lives, mm -hmm. right? It's not that. But when spirit is here, it's here with mm -hmm. us. We have the spirit that is us. Yeah. That doesn't mean the soul is not able to actually make contact or inhabit another body. Okay. Because yeah. you got to understand that soul is basically infinite. Yeah. I, I think that's part of how a lot of channels can also access their abilities. Like someone who is actually a channel, mm -hmm. they might be channeling information from someone, from another body, another spirit, from another time that is currently happening mm -hmm. or had happened um isn't that interesting to think about though because i mean you think, like that could be that could me. be that could be very um like that could be if you think about it that could be an explanation for a lot of psychic kinds of abilities though mm -hmm. like who's to say that that psychic isn't necessarily projecting or picking up on something that happened somewhere else but they're picking up on something that actually is happening 
in a coexisting time frame mm-hmm. in a different like say like different aspect of their own soul's existence like well, I just I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> think about it. We as psychics all the time get people who come and sit down with us and ask us questions like I have this thing what's going to happen? Oh, I hate it? that question. And we we see multiple outcomes. Mm-hmm. We see well if you do this this is going to happen. But if you do this this is going to happen. Or if you can, you know, and you have all these different options and different pathways and different crossroads you can go through. And I firmly believe that those things have already happened, which is why as you are sitting here with me and we're discussing what option you take, that's what makes it accurate is because it's already Ah, okay. So by doing the reading, you're in essence you're kind of locking them lock, locking them into one particular, or giving them the option, I should say, giving them yeah. the option to lock in one particular reality or path forward. Yes. Okay. All right. Interesting. Oh, my okay. brain just hurt. Is it too late for these kinds of conversations? Ow. Okay. Anyway, that's okay. <laughs> well, let's you know, we'll, we'll, let's let move, move past this because we're getting, we're getting kind of in a little bit of a too much of a tangent here. So all right. So anything that the two of you would recommend to people, you know, who are looking into or, or really who want to connect more with past lives? Like, is there any advice or any, like, you know, like, like again, I guess I'm, what I'm asking is what, what really, what is the purpose? What, what can people really gain from this? You know, I want to talk about what people can gain, you know, and I know we kind of touched upon that earlier, yeah. but, I, but I want to be really clear about this for people who are listening. What really is, the benefit. What can you what can you really gain? And also to counter that, how could digging into your past lives cause you problems? Because that happens too. I've seen that happen for a lot of people. Yeah. So what are what are your guys' thoughts on that? Well, first I'm going I'm I'm going to say that um, we need to understand that past lives um, is our background. Sometimes we hear so many of all of us when we do a reading or just by being here. I want to find the purpose of my life. Which one? Exactly. Right. So this past lives that you have lived, it's basically part of that purpose. It's part of your evolution is part of your growth and with this i'm not saying that you're going i'm not talking about nirvana or anything like that because i cannot say what happens when you actually have has you have reached like your last life right i i I don't know but i can definitely tell you this past life can give you that root of where you come from and part of the process and the purpose of your soul not this life mm-hmm. right um and also i want to add to it that a past life also gives you ideas in how you should deal with certain things in this life when two lives two different lives have a conjunction within mm-hmm. each other because then there's a reason for you to reach out to that past life mm-hmm. okay it's not just out of curiosity well that's that's how my past life readings go I can't just sit down and connect to someone's past life that they think they have. I tell them, like, I don't give a pick which one comes through. 
spirit does. Mm-hmm. So, buckle up, Buttercup. There you go. All right. So, how could the two of you see past lives, uh, the, the information, having knowledge of, of our past lives, how could you see that that could be uh, problematic or difficult for people? Obsession and uh, it validates for some people the need to stay stagnant. Okay. All right. Um, when, when we have someone or when someone is so afraid of moving forward, due to whatever trauma they've had in their current present life, and then they are validated by a past life, all it does is go, cool, I'm locking this in. I'm not going to move forward. Mm -hmm. And instead, what they should be doing is, this is cyclical. I need to break this cycle, which means I need to get uncomfortable. And people don't want that. People want rainbows and butterflies and everything's comfortable and there's no such thing as growing pains and it's all beautiful, all lives are beautiful, all spiritual things are beautiful. And that's just not true. Healing is fucking ugly. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that... um, Like Austin said, you know, people get stuck. Also, I also believe that uh, it allows entitled people to become more entitled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it also... <sighs> a past life is in the past for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? You cannot relive your life. Yeah. It, you already did it. You already happened. So, don't... Don't be dumb. And don't stop the evolution of your soul. Because that's what you're doing. Okay. Yeah, it's like that same sense of stagnation. Okay. I, I in, in trying to like throw in a little bit in there, I, I want to, I, years ago, I had someone come and see me for a past life reading. And this was someone who, you know, in getting to know this person a little bit prior to their, you know, coming to see me, um, you know, I don't, I don't mean too well, just casually, you know, like this, this seemed to me to be somebody who was, um, you know, like pretty kind of like, you know, carefree, happy-go-lucky kind of person. You know, um, you know, positive, you know, kind of kind of mindset, you know, uh, you know, just, a, you know, they had a gratitude practice and they did all these things. Right. And they were and that this was a nice person. You know, I could feel that this was a nice person. And we did a past life regression session and about 300 years ago, it would have been probably not quite that long. Maybe maybe a couple hundred years ago, maybe about 200 years ago. We got to a point and this person had a life here in the States, in the South, and they were a slave owner. Like, and they were a terrible, horrible person in that life. Like, not only did they own slaves, but they beat and raped and murdered their slaves. Like, this was somebody who was a really, really bad person. And and I felt so badly about that experience in that, that particular reading because I... And, you know, and that wasn't the only life that came through. We talked about a few others, but I could see, I could see this person with this knowledge now. Um, Like they left the room that day. They left that appointment that day. And like, it's like I sent them away with like just this really dark cloud over their head, you know, and like, and they were like, oh my God, I don't, you know. And of course I tried to talk with them. I said, you know, you cannot be in this lifetime. You cannot be accountable for what you did in that lifetime. It doesn't work that way. Yes. That was a different life. You were a different spirit. You, you know, you, you would not do those things in this life. 
Um, but there was a reason for that. You needed to be that person in that life. That is, those were the mistakes you needed to make. You know, there was something to that, you know, and, you know, and they, they appreciated that, but I could still see this part of them that was, I think, really feeling a sense of doubt around the way that they saw themselves, the way that they viewed themselves now. And so that's something that's always kind of stuck to me. I've always kind of been like, God, you know, if I put someone into, you know, into a past life reading and we're doing this work, you know, and something really horrible comes through, like, do I want to not give them that, you know, which is a problem for me because, you know, we're very ethical and honest when we read for people, right? And I'm going to give you the bad stuff as well as the good. But I, I could see that being problematic for a lot of people too. Mm -hmm. This is why I always give a warning. Yeah. I give a warning before the past life. Remember, we're going to look in your past life. There are things that probably you're not going to like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are things that you will love and things that you will hate. Much like in your present life. But, you know, I give them that warning because it's, it's like you said, sometimes, you know, this person in a, in, a, in, in a past life, they were a terrible person. Yeah. A terrible person, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and yeah, and people tend to focus. That's a, another, another thing that you could, we can add to, you know, a negative aspect of looking into your past life. Yeah. If you really don't have a reason for it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, why, why, why pick... Why pick a wound, right? Why, yeah. why go digging? Because sometimes it really is better not to know. Yeah, I do have a question. I okay. have another question. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, when we have done any kind of mediumship, have you ever, when you're trying to contact a spirit, have seen that change between one life and another? What, what do you mean? I'm not quite sure what okay. you mean. Okay. Um, for example, I've done, it doesn't happen a lot, but when we try to contact the spirit and the spirit is almost ready to be born, it's almost at the oh, other side okay. already. Yeah, okay. okay. And you get a glimpse of that new life. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And plus in, in this life that we're trying to talk to the spirit, it's becoming a past life. Okay. Have you ever had that experience of that spirit almost like being that there, almost yep. about to be born? Not about to be born. Again, remember, no, 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 no time in the spirit realm, but you get a little bit of a glimpse of, of, of that new life mm -hmm. yep. versus. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We have, and that's always interesting because um, we, we actually, we had an experience within the family where we, um, we did a seance and we, we reached out to my, my mother's uh, late sister her sister Carol, um, who had been dead for a number of years, and um, and we contacted Carol, and Carol actually said, "I can't talk to you for very long because I'm there's something I'm I'm about to basically I'm about to be born again. Like I you know like like I'm I'm ready to go. Like you guys really called at the wrong time. You know, it was kind of kind of her her communication. You yeah. know, um, and she did in the process of that. We were we were all of course really excited. We're like, oh my god, you're you're, you're gonna be born. You know, like like." You know, as who, well, you know, and she, and she gave us details. She's like, she's like, I'm going to be a little boy. Like, I mean, it's all lined up and, you know, don't call me again. I got to go, you know? <laughs> you, know? And she, you know, and that was, you know, and it was a really kind of a cool experience because it, um, it gave us all a little bit of a confirmation uh, that this is, again, this is kind of how it works. Yeah. And, it, um, it gives you also a unique perception of how we, <clears throat> I'm sorry, uh, how we, uh, look at death yeah 
Yeah. You know, um, uh, uh, from a from a spiritual level, mm -hmm. right? Because obviously, somebody dies, you're gonna feel sad, you're gonna suffer because, yeah, that's part of the human experience. Fine. Yeah. But as uh, as witches, we do understand that this is a process, mm -hmm. that it has to happen, you know, and 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 that that person probably we will not meet them again. Yeah. As they were, but maybe as a new person, we will. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, I have one more question I wanted to ask you guys, just because this is one that I got recently on one of the social media apps that we we're on. Um, what what have you been told by, uh, or what have you seen? I guess I should say, or what through through other means, even not necessarily past life readings, but through other means. What would you explain to people, or how would you explain what happens to our souls, not our spirits, not the lifetime energy, but the bigger universal soul energy what happens to our souls in between lifetimes oh okay um first um i believe the soul is basically a combination of things okay our consciousness our subconsciousness mm -hmm. and our unconsciousness all right right this is why um so it's like this vast connect like it's like the link between us and let's just say like let's just use the word the void like the okay. void okay right. right it's like that primal connection between the spirit and the void okay right yeah so i believe that soul as it is it's always gathering like experiences okay right that would be one also uh, i also believe that soul is I, I i'm not a person that i believe much in guides yeah i believe in ancestors more than guides okay i believe that yeah, soul it, it, yeah. it would be more of that guide okay. that you you know that people talk to yeah um also within my tribe actually soul is actually what encompasses the the spirit realm ah okay all right right but obviously with my uh as i've been growing with witchcraft i do believe that soul is that link between spirit soul and that the that side of the void that actually you connect to everything this is why you were saying that uh we can have maybe multiple lifetimes at the same time okay. this is why when we go to a place, we say, oh, we've been here before. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. And it's because, not because you actually been there. It's because probably another spirit from your soul is inhabiting another body. Gotcha. Okay. So it could be so many different things. Yeah. All right. What about you, Austin? Do you have anything to add to that? No? All right. Okay. No? Oh, wow. Austin is silent, probably for the first time. He, no, no, off. sign language. He's, he's flipping me off. He's sign doing, language. Yes, he's doing sign language, which does not help them because they can't see you right now. Um, okay, cool. All right. Yeah, I mean, to add to what Vlad was just saying, yeah, I mean, I've had some experiences with, particularly with spirit communication, where I've had souls, you know, say, like, you know, after this lifetime, you know, I, um, like, I'm not just floating around somewhere in limbo. Like, I'm still doing shit, you know? Like, it's not stuff that's being done in the human realm or like the one world you're in or the realm you're in right now, but there, I, there's another place I am now and I am still doing things. I'm still 
evolving. I'm still doing my work as a soul, albeit in a different way or in a different place. Yeah. And I believe that soul is also that, like we were like you were saying and we were talking about it's busy, right? Uh, you can find your soul in spiritual realm. You can find your soul in a more primal uh, mm -hmm. plane. Yeah. But you can also find your soul in the astral plane. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, that that kind of that multi uh dimensionality or that, yes. you know, that that component of our being yeah okay all right well gentlemen i want to thank you for chatting with me tonight about past lives i think we've, we've covered some good things and hopefully those of you who listen to this episode will um you know some of this will get you thinking or you know when it, or, or hopefully beyond that to answer some questions that you might might have uh, have had um and if you're going to get a past life please find someone legit not oh, someone that yeah. is going to tell you that you were ricky ricardo or yeah. Superman, <laughs> or Jesus, right? Yeah. Um, believe me, find someone legit. I'm not saying come to me, but in your area, find mm -hmm. someone legit. Yeah, yeah. Do do your research. Anytime you're dealing with anybody that does spiritual work, you you really you do you owe it to yourself to do your research on that person in whatever way you can. Yeah. And it's it's okay if you were a coal miner in the '60s in your life was just work it is fine mm -hmm. yeah it is part of your evolution it is part of who you were who you are and who you will be don't treat it like a minor thing yeah all right well let's let's uh let's get to the other part of our podcast what are we loving and hating about witchcraft right now Okay, Mercury retrograde is coming. That's true. Yeah, we're about to go into another retrograde. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'm starting to hate the post of everybody f going the, crazy. The, the fear, the right, the fear. With Mercury retrograde. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah I, I don't like it because everybody goes crazy with Mercury retrograde, but they don't even acknowledge all the other planets that yeah, go in retrograde. I didn't notice that because every planet really retrogrades, you know, at least a few times throughout the well, not every one. Some of the planets don't don't do it every year, but but they all retrograde regularly. Yeah. And people uh, just need something to blame their poor communication skills on. Is that that's I mean that's really kind of what it is, right? It's like yeah, it's it, not it's just you you make poor life choices. That's all it really is. Yeah, mm -hmm. and again, I'm not saying right. I don't want to disvalidate all uh, the entire concept of Mercury retrograde, but it is not what people think it is. Yeah, I always every time that I've given the class about you know retrograde, mm -hmm. um, I talk about the slingshot effect. Okay. Retrograde is that every retrograde. That's what it does. Mm -hmm. It's basically. Visualize Mercury as an arrow. And when it goes in retrograde, it's the bow pulling that arrow back. Mm -hmm. When retrograde finishes, mm -hmm. you're supposed to be aiming for the things that you want to change in your life with your communications or things that you need mm -hmm. to address, whatever. Yeah. And then when Mercury stop being stops being in retrograde yeah. is just letting go that arrow with more strength and more power okay yeah it's looking looking inward so actually move forward yeah. it's not like oh the world is gonna end i cannot sign a contract i cannot talk to my boyfriend i cannot talk to my girlfriend yeah i'm just gonna say this 
We opened the shop during Mercury Retrograde. I think we've done pretty great. Yeah, yeah, we had no issues with, with opening the shop during the Retrograde. And, and we also to, signed the contract for the property on Mercury yeah, Retrograde. Well, yeah, we handled, we handled all of that during Retrogrades, yeah, which we, you know, we probably... You know, probably should have thought a little better of maybe, but 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 we do, we don't we don't let something like a retrograde dictate our lives. For one thing, we're witches, yes. and as witches, we take responsibility for ourselves, and we don't let something like the alignment of a particular planet ruin our day. Mm-hmm. We realize we have the power to be able to work around those things or use it um, exactly, or to use that. And that that touches upon some of what what Vlad was just saying with the retrogrades. I mean, because I it would seem to me that every, you know, each planet again at some point is going to retrograde. You know, that's just the way that you know our our solar system works. Yeah. Um, you know, so it would make sense to me, and I think you, this is what you were saying, Vlad, that, that these are wonderful times. The retrograde is a wonderful time for us to turn inward, to focus on what that particular celestial body with that particular planet, however that would influence our life day to day. And to focus on those particular aspects of our lives, you know, like our, our plans, our goals, our beliefs, our feelings, the way that we personally connect to those things, yeah. you know, and not necessarily in an active way, because as you said, when the retrograde ends, that's where we make that all active. Um, yes. Yeah. But so I, it seems to me like, I, do, you, do you feel that a lot of this really could just have a bit to do with the fact that people just in general, I, I won't say everyone, but, but a lot of people just seem to have a really difficult time being responsible for their lives and being responsible yeah. for themselves. And, you, you know, I because that seems to me to be the case, you know, and we have conversations with people about retrograde that comes up. Yeah, I think that retrograde is the time for you to be an adult. Yeah. Not a baby. Okay. And everybody in retrograde becomes a baby. Yeah, true. Everybody yeah. becomes a baby. Yeah. You know, in retrograde, I focus, I tend to focus myself. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not... I'm not I'm not saying that that affects me. No, the moon affects me more than retrograde. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but it's a moment that if I need to do, for example, shadow work, mm-hmm. it's not a bad time for doing shadow work yeah. because you're actually looking inward, right? Yeah. Um, um, but it's not like this end of the world yeah. thing that I see everywhere. And I've been speaking about this for years and years. Yeah, you have. And we've had this conversation before, you and I, uh, yeah, with the classes that you teach and everything, yeah, about the retrograde. Yeah, nobody seems yeah. to care about Saturn retrograde. Yeah, well, and that's a that can be a particularly rough one, too, right? It, I mean, yeah. Yeah, although, I, you know, I don't, Saturn doesn't, doesn't retrograde quite quite as frequently as as Mercury does, but but it does happen. But it does and, happen. And Saturn is definitely a much more malefic influence, yeah. So, yeah, that that is very true. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I think I think that the whole retrograde is something that needs to go. Those of you who are listening, you don't need to buy fancy candles for the retrograde. You don't need to carry particular stones. You know, if you choose to do these things, wonderful, you can do that. But you don't, you do not need anything to really help you to navigate the retrograde, other than to use that time to 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 focus inward, introspection. That's that's what those retrogrades are and, for. And I got mindful. And I gotta say this, like. Uh, 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 like Tabitha says, um, um, also retrogrades depends on mm. the other influence and the alignments of the other planets yeah. and the sun. Yeah, yeah, that is, yeah, very true. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> what about you, Austin? You got anything? Not really. Not really. You're perfectly happy with everything going on in the witchcraft well, world. I wouldn't right say now. I'm perfectly happy. Okay. But. You know, I'm more concerned that they might be picking up my my computer overheating. So yeah, your yeah your computer's 
floating. It's, fans yeah, are fans are it's, going. It's loud yeah. Right hopefully, now. hopefully there's not like a there might be a bit of a of a hum in the background on this episode. We continue to have volume issues. I, I really probably need to invest in some fancier recording equipment. This one should be um, fine. I turned the volume yeah. all the way up on the recording. Okay. So hopefully. Okay. All right. Now, mainly what I'm what I'm frustrated with or loving is just. It would be nice for people to be the older generation of witchcraft to gracefully, and I say gracefully, gracefully step back and allow the newer, louder voices of the generations, our our voices really, to step up and allow us to actually do some work. Hmm. Um, okay. I'm also really pissed off with like plagiarism. Okay, well, hold on. Well, you're talking about two different things here, okay? And as an older generation, no, 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 within no, the no. witchcraft community, no, 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 don't, t- no, no, no. Give me, let me, let me, let me, let me throw this out there, okay? Because you mentioned that. Because I, I will say for one thing, I agree with you. There are, there's definitely a younger generation of witches who are, I think, really hungry to prove their power and their place within our community. And I think that's one of the things that we like to do here at the shop is create Mm -hmm. safe space for that younger generation to be able to grow and to do that. Okay. But I also have to say that the older generations that we see within the witch community, they still serve their purpose. We, those of us who are older, who have been practicing longer, not that we're better, but we've been practicing longer, we still have place within the community. We are the ones very often who are the holders holders of the traditions. Mm-hmm. We are often the ones that are the teachers for these newer generations. Mm-hmm. You know, and Well, there's a difference between us as the older generation being I mean, teachers. us. You're you're a younger witchling. Which which no. which kid? Not really. Baby witch. I'm gonna stab you. Oh God, you're no fun tonight. Um, there's a difference between us who seek to educate and also grow ourselves and then the older generation that just seeks to be stuffy and stay in their, 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 their ways. And then as a younger generation start to approach them or newer witches start to approach them are shot down. Hmm. And when new ideas are brought up, this older generation likes to go, no. No, that's not how it works. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. But you also... Now, trust me, I'm a gatekeeper. No, 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 no. Just hear me out. I agree with you. I agree with you with that. I think that it's good that the younger generation wants to step up to the plate to prove their power mm-hmm. and to learn. I agree entirely with that, right? Um, but at the same time, there are people that are using that. hmm Trust me, I'm aware. You know, I know you are aware. I'm also but on the and, TikToks and the social medias. Yeah, and I see this this people talking so much crap mm-hmm. about spells. Yeah, and you know, and they are actually appropriating things from other cultures, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. That this is this is why it's hard. For I, 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 and again, as an older the generation, this is why it's hard for me sometimes to sit down and, and okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at what you can do. Let me see. Let me feel the power behind this. Okay. Yeah. You, right. And, and 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 then 
like you were saying, people shut them down. You know? And people that actually, they feel like they are God, and I probably would be able to take care of them just snapping my fingers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they hold no power. Mm-hmm. But well, they have the voice. Well, yes, That's my problem. That, yes, yeah. that's the issue, is that the ones who have the loudest voice are the ones who have no backing, who have no training, who have nothing. And then you have the younger generation that would be being trained. For, for example, our students, we're trying to train them appropriately. We're trying to guide them and help them appropriately who hear these other louder, misinforming voices and get so confused and then... Well, now wait, I'm confused. So are these louder, misinformed, misinformed voices, are these the older generation of witches now, young. or are these other people in the young generation? Well, both, really, but it's usually okay. the young generation. Okay. But they're making it harder for the legitimately serious practitioners who are younger mm. to actually get help. Okay. I think the only issue I personally have ever really, if I were to take it down to the basics, I think the only issue I've ever really had with younger witches, because I can, I can remember and and I can absolutely appreciate the, what would you call it? The, uh, the vigor and the passion of being a young witch and just wanting to just dive into everything and try every spell. And, you know, and I, I can appreciate and remember that. That's, I think that's a phase we all go through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of us never outgrow that phase, unfortunately. But, um, but I, um, the, I guess the, the challenge that I'm, I'm seeing, you know, as an older generational witch now with the younger, younger witches is, and, and this is not, specific to just younger witches because we for as long as people have practiced witchcraft we's, we've always had issues with UPG unverified personal gnosis is pretty much the foundation of a lot of witchcraft traditions that are in existence right now um, but it seems to me that younger generational witches you know they're basing so much of their practice and their belief off of well I feel yeah which this. is bullshit well I believe it's this and when you ask them well why do you believe that they don't really have anything they're like well I saw it on Pinterest and it's like well bleh, Pinterest is not a witchcraft practice Pinterest is not a tradition mm-hmm. um, you know people can put anything they want online you know, and so, and, you know, I understand that you feel this way, but your feelings do not dictate truth. It resonates with me. Yes, it resonates. Yes, that's another one of the light workers love. It resonates with me. It's like, okay, I'm sure it does. Well, Why well, don't you resonate away? Well, and the thing is, is yeah. a lot of that, a lot of that has to do with older generations who somehow made their way into the public eye and got to that point. Because I can tell you right now, there are plenty of older practitioners and elders, considered elders, in the community who whose response is, oh, well, it's whatever you feel. Oh, yeah, I've heard that from older witches as well, yeah. And I, I, I know. it's like, it's not, though. Yeah, no, I, I understand. So, so All right. that's, that's, that's the, the love and likes, um, I and guess. You said plagiarism? Uh, yes. Younger witches, which is also what I have a problem with as well, even though I want to fight for y'all. Y'all make it really hard, though, because you have lots of loudmouth, stupid people. Um, Younger people taking taking another practitioner's information and because they have a larger following or a larger voice, Mm -hmm. deciding to 
make it their own. Okay. And then when confronted, um, gaslighting. I think you're... Well, it sounds to me like you're referring specifically to the situation that happened in recent weeks with Matt Aron. That and and it's happened with other practitioners. Oh, it has absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. But I think I think when it comes down to it, you know, I think that in within the witch community, we we pick and choose and we borrow information from each other so much. I think that's one of the things that actually kind of muddies so many of our traditions mm -hmm. is that, you know, that there's so much appropriating, not necessarily misappropriating, but appropriating mm -hmm. and syncretism mm -hmm. and things like this that happen between different traditions and, and, and practitioners. Well, I mean, um, a really good example is you tell someone that you're an Italian witch and they're like, oh, Raven Gramassi. And it's like, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, if you're listening right now and your only reference of Italian witchcraft is what you've read from Grimasi, oh, you you really need to burn those books. He's a wonderful place to start, but oh god, there's oh he is so Wiccan. He is so Wiccan. He's not an Italian witch. Um, yeah, start there. Read read other things, please, 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 Bro. please. Um, okay. So what are you loving and hating, Mike? Oh, oh geez, I don't know. I'm loving. I'm loving the interaction that I've had with a lot of surprisingly Austin younger witches recently where they are actually taking accountability for their practice. Good. I'm loving that because I'm noticing like, and when I say what I mean by accountability is they are like, they're really thinking, they're really putting effort into why they want to do this to begin with, mm -hmm. because that really should be one of the first questions you have is like, mm -hmm. why do I want to be a witch? It's not about being a witch. It's the, why, why? do I want to be a witch? You know, you know, and, and actually having some clarity on that and to see that particularly coming from someone like younger people. And when I say younger people, I'm talking like like some of the people that committed the shop, like teenagers, you know, or even younger, you know, um, you know, and they're and they're really giving this thought like this is why this is what works for me, you know. And then beyond that, seeing them once they're maybe a little, you know, a little into their practice and they've done a few things, they've researched and have experienced a few things, then seeing them you know, actually saying like, well, this is what's working. This isn't what's working. I did a little bit of research into this and realized this is probably something maybe I know I shouldn't be doing, not just at this point in my practice, but maybe at all, you know, and, um, you know, and they're actually like, you know, they're, they're being accountable. And I love that because that's still something that I see a lot of older, more experienced witches struggling with, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so I'm loving that. Um, I would have to say in, in recent days and just through interactions I've had with some people in the shop, I'm hating this understanding that people who are non-witch, and I include pagans in this, and if you're a pagan and you're listening to this podcast, once again, I want to repeat, pagans and witches are different things. Just because you're pagan does not mean you are a witch. They are different things. But pagans or non-pagans and non-witches looking at what we do as witches as Harry Potter mm. or Lord of the Rings, you know, and it's like, you know, like, I mean, I had this interaction with someone who came into the shop. Like we are, we are legit. We are running a legitimate witchcraft business. So you walk into our store and if you aren't all familiar with what witches do, you will know exactly what is going on here. Like you hit the door and all you have to do is look around and you're like, this is a witchcraft store. You know, but we still have these people that wander in that are like, oh, well, I was expecting to walk in and have your store like be something more like Hogwarts or, you know, or why don't you have Harry Potter merchandise or, you know, or I really like this staff. This will be perfect for my Gandalf cosplay. 
you know, and, you know, and I'm like, and I, you know, and of course, you know, I, the last thing I want to do is shit on those people because, you know, at the very least they're enjoying their experience in the shop. Right. But, mm -hmm. but I, I've, it's not just about our store. I see this happening all over our community where people who are non-witches think that this is once again, all just about the aesthetic when, or that this is a game. When non-witches, AKA pagans or plagans, as I call them, mm -hmm. because they aren't, um, decide to do a ritual and then make a mockery of it by basically making it a Shakespearean play. Oh, you're like, yeah, you're talking like pagan theater. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going, this is witchcraft. Yeah. The fuck it is. Yeah. Are, is there value in those things? Yes. Well, they help build community. They help build community. And on top of that. But it's a community you probably don't want to belong to if you're really a witch. And in part, on top of that, it also really puts in the public eye what we are not. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I don't know. It just that's one of the things that's happened recently. But but you know. But this is this is not a new thing. This is no, this it, has been the case for years and years. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot, a lot of people, even in social media, mm -hmm. they are you know about the aesthetics of of of, of, of things yeah you know yeah. i i have the, i have the black dress i have the makeup i have the nails i have the mm. the, the necklaces i have everything i'm a witch yeah no you're not no you're not no you're not you are a witch i don't care you can be wearing pink I got exactly. a piece of driftwood, and now I'm going to take a video of me pointing this at the candle and, and making the candle's flame grow, when in reality, it's just the oxygen flow. I'm a witch. Or yeah. or you see people saying, that I'm hating on this too, people playing with candles. Oh, look what I can do. I can, like, light it or, 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 mm -hmm. or, or just diminish the flame. Uh, uh, that's not witchcraft. Yeah. That's not witchcraft, please, yeah. people. And those people are charlatans, are they? They, they, they hold yeah. no power. Yeah. Yeah. So Sometimes I feel yeah. like I should curse all of them. Well, and then, like, it gets <laughs> to the point where someone comes to us and they are, they're expecting that, or, or more times than not. There is one person that comes here that does that. Oh, I, I, I'm working on my, on my, on, on my fire manipulation. Ah. And I've been I, I've I've been at the door and I'm I've been like, mm -hmm. sure you are. I I don't say nothing, but you yeah. know, but well, it's it, it's like this magical thing. I I don't know if, if it is if it is that they feel like they are you know the next avatar, mm -hmm. but it, it witchcraft doesn't work that way. Witchcraft yeah. and fantasy need to be separate. Yeah. Though witchcraft has a place in fantasy, witchcraft. And folklore, witchcraft, and fantasy are fairy tales. And fairy tales are different. Those are different things. things. Yeah. Well, I guess to me, like I, you know, and this is probably where I maybe I need to check myself. Maybe like I maybe I have an issue of pride. I'm not sure what this is, but I I have those interactions with people, and you know, there's a part of me that's kind of like, you know, like would you, you know, would you go up to anybody else, you know, that you knew was a, a member of a particular spirituality? And say like, oh, I, you know, I cosplay as a rabbi, you know, or I, you know, or I, who, you know, who, I mean, who knows what it would be, right? I mean, you know, like, like, this is just fun. This is a costume and, you know, and, you know, and, and I'm going to take what, what you consider part of like a, a sacred spiritual practice and I'm going to make this my, like, this is for Halloween, 
Like, this is for fun. Mm-hmm. This is my LARP group and I, or LARPers. We all get together and go and we dress up and we do this and I'm a wizard, you know. And, and so there's just a part of me that's like, like, this is extremely offensive, you know. And you're lucky because I, I can take a joke pretty damn well. But I've just had a few interactions recently where I've just been like, motherfucker. Like, get the hell out of my store. You know, like, you know, has, has been kind of how I felt, you know. And <laughs> Real witchcraft sometimes is just a group of people sitting around a fire venting to the fire sometimes there's not even a fire involved that's true sometimes the fire is yes yes sometimes the fire has gone out and the person that we cooked is ready to eat yes yes i've had long pig in ages yes okay well let's let's wrap it because it's it's getting late, guys okay thank you everybody for joining us for another podcast hopefully the information in this podcast uh, episode was uh informative and uh, I just want to thank you, Vlad. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. I, I, I always like being here. Okay. And Austin, thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Okay. And uh, thank you. Uh, we will... Uh... And thank you, Michael. Oh, well, thank you. No, thank and, you. Thank you. And, and thank you, William. No, thank me. Thank me. Who the hell is William? Um, okay. Well, I know who William is, but William's a ghost, and he doesn't really talk on the podcast. Although it would be really cool if he did. What if we got, like, EVP on a podcast <sighs> That'd episode? That would be super cool. That would be cool. It'd be William, though. He'd be like, who the hell is in there? You know, it'd be, it'd, it'd be typical William. He'd be like, like, the front door's unlocked, and you guys left a mess in the kitchen. Um, yep. So, yeah. Anyway. Okay. okay. Have a good night, everyone. Have a good night, everybody. Thank See you. See ya.